Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From from billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. As uh, the All Whites got it done against the Solomon Islands in Doha and now advance to that intercontinental playoff game against Costa Rica, who have uh, finished fourth in the CONCACAF qualifying. Well, they do have a game today against uh, the USA, actually. And, uh, and on that, we're going to talk about Costa Rica and what New Zealand can expect. Uh, welcome into the show. Brian Sharetta, uh, who is an American writer, writes for American Soccer Now and New York Times as well. Uh, g'day, Brian. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, anytime. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, uh, you'll be far more um, uh, familiar with the Costa Ricans than we will here. I mean, we know a few names. You know, Kayla Navis, of course, um, Joel Campbell, uh, Brian Elviedo and Brian Ruiz have all played uh, in the Premier League. Uh, but the, the rest of the squad and, and the style, I guess, of play of the Costa Ricans is a bit of a mystery to a lot of Kiwi football fans. Uh, what can you tell us? What can the All Whites expect? Well, you know, I think they are a very veteran team. Like this, they, A lot of them all have caps together. There are, a lot of them go back to the um, to their run eight years ago when they went when they went in, when they advanced to the um, I believe it was the quarterfinals of the World Cup. A lot of those guys are still on the team, so it's an older team. Uh, an interesting tidbit for them is they have another World Cup qualifier today against the United States in a couple hours. It's still not guaranteed that. The, I mean, technically, if they beat the U.S. six to nothing, they would they would advance. Um, the U.S. would end up playing in the playoffs. Um, but uh, the question, though, is they have nine starting players or typical starter players with yellow cards. Um, so if any of them get a yellow card tonight, if they play any of them, which I, I don't know what they will do, um, it could uh, it would lead to a suspension to, in the intercontinental playoff because that bad carries over. But um, but assuming you place the, you face their first team, you're gonna you're going to face one of the better defensive teams in CONCACAF. Like, they really know how to shut things down and uh, make the most of their limited opportunities. But they're very smart because, like I get they're, they're, they're an older team. In terms of uh, what quality they have outside of the players I mentioned at the top, I was going through this squad. A lot of them play, um, maybe not as many in the MLS as I thought, but a lot of them play in the Costa Rican League. I, obviously, you'll know that reasonably well with the CONCACAF Champions League. How strong is that Costa Rican League versus, say, the MLS? I mean, it's pretty far behind. I think a lot of them would love to, you know, a lot of them get the, you know, want the jump Um to the United to the United States when they can, and and some of them you know have spent time in MLS, and then you know like like Kendall Watson um, is one of their best defenders. Um, you know he was here for a long time in the United States, and even in the Canadian team, so in, in MLS, and uh, before making his way back. So so some of these guys because they've been around so long, 
um, you know, they have experience in the top leagues, even if they're no longer there. But, yeah, I mean, another thing you have to realize is um, most of their players come from two different teams. I'll, I'll I think we've lost for like maybe the lesser maybe make up for like the lesser quality of the league with being very very familiar with each other because that's where like only two of the you know a vast majority of their players from their league come from two different teams. So I mean, in, in the Concacaf qualifying, um, obviously we're used to seeing Mexico and the US at the top. Uh, this time round, it's been a bit different mm-hmm. because the Canadians have have gone on a great run. Uh, but in terms of mm-hmm. how the US match up against Costa Rica, what do you expect today? I mean, I know that it's a little bit up in the air in terms of what we uh, who they might select given the yellow card potential yellow card trouble mm-hmm. uh, but I mean yeah. do, do they give the US a game every time round I mean is it, it is, is it always a question mark it's never a lay down that the US are going to get the win well you, the US usually wins uh, um, when the game's played in the United States and the US has never won a game in San Jose um, ever in its history they're trying to reverse that tonight so Costa Rica is very very good at home um, and Costa Rica's, you know, it's tough. I mean, like they to, to analyze them because this is what they consider. Most of the media considers what they're going through right now the twilight of a golden generation. You know, they're struggling at the youth levels, youth national team levels beyond this. So I don't know, really know if they're going to replace this current generation um, very well. But they're trying to get one last uh, good cycle out of this generation. So you know, it's. Um, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that, that that they're not replenishing it with strong young players. But that's pretty much the status is, is that they're an older but wiser team, and they're still very formidable. And I think they'll still give the U.S. a tough time, even when playing at home. Although I don't think they'll be able to overcome a, 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 the goal differential advantage. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to, sit, to watch that game today and see how it plays out. Uh, what about the fact that this is a one-off game and not home and away? New Zealand don't have to go to Costa Rica. I mean, how hostile an atmosphere is it if you're playing away in Costa Rica? All these CONCACAF teams, um, Central American teams, and even into the Caribbean, are very, very difficult places to play. Um, you can go to Mexico and play 6,000 feet um, above uh, above sea level, um, where air becomes very tough to breathe. And then you can go right down into the jungle, where it's where, where it becomes very humid, very sweaty, um, very, very hot. I mean, and, and on top of it, you just get these stands that are just literally right over the field. And it's very, very... Um, very, very tough. The conditions can be brutal. The fields are uneven and sometimes very questionably kept. Um, the, the environment in CONCACAF is just very, very difficult. So the fact that, you, that, that um, New Zealand wouldn't have to go to San Jose or, or Central America is a huge boost to it, no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, of course. I mean, it, it, it's something we saw just the other day, you know, with uh, Egypt against mm-hmm. Senegal and the, and, and the laser pens and all that sort of thing. Uh, it, does, yeah. it does feel like this plays into New Zealand's... It, it's more beneficial for New Zealand for this to be a one-off right. on a neutral territory than it is for Costa Rica. Yeah, I mean, look at the U.S. The U.S. has a good team right now. Um, a lot of good players, a lot of players in the Champions League, you know, a, 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 a vastly improving domestically here in MLS, and they struggle to go to Central America. They still do all these years later. Um, it's not a friendly place to go, um, you know, as evidenced by the, you know with their records um, in some of these in some of these places. Uh, they lost at Panama, um, you know, in this cycle, and they turned around and beat them over the weekend five to one when the game was in Orlando, Florida. So it's it, it, the, the results swing wildly when you're home and away in Central America. So I like New Zealand's chances. Um, I really do. I, I think that they could they, they could do well. Um, 
they just have to be be, be quick on the ball and try to um, exploit um, you know Costa Rica's uh, age, if you want, for, better, for, for lack of a better word. But you know they are they are a wise team. They are smart. They don't make many mistakes defensively. That's what they you know they only you know they've only scored eleven goals in thirteen games in qualifying, but they give up very very little. It's going to be interesting between now and June as to uh, what these teams can do. I mean, what do you expect Costa Rica to do in terms of trying to prepare for the All Whites and vice versa? I mean, who could the All Whites potentially play a friendly against to to, to get um, ready for the Costa Ricans? Yeah, it's tough because there's not many um, international windows, are there? Um, you know, when the net, when the leagues take a break. I think uh, what New Zealand probably will end up doing is, is maybe trying to schedule a European team as soon as their season ends. Um, that would probably be the best bet, and then you can maybe see what's available in the um, you know within the Concacaf region to try to um, you know replicate that a little bit, you know replicate the the style a little bit because it's very rough, it's very physical. But I don't think it's anything New Zealand's going to be uh, phased by. No, um, and uh, you know, again, I, I think um, there will be teams out there, uh, maybe not strong, strong opponents, but there will be teams out there that they can play possibly in May um, or early June um, that are looking for a game. And um, I think they can prepare themselves well. Um, and both Costa Rica is going to be doing the same. And again, Costa Rica's players, you know, largely play between two different teams domestically. So the, the familiarity will be there for Costa Rica. Um, that is an advantage that they have on the on the flip side. Yeah, and Brian, just uh, before I let you go, from a from your point of view, uh, looking at this New Zealand team, uh, how much profile does it have in Concacaf? Uh, obviously, we've got Libby Kikache playing in Serie A. We've got um, Chris Wood playing in the, in the Premier League, and a few players playing in, in, in European leagues around the place as well. What, what sort of what, what's the take from Concacaf on how strong New Zealand are? Uh, it's a little, um, uh, you know, uncertain. Uh, there was a period there where they weren't playing many games. I covered um, pretty firsthand uh, when Tyler Boyd was playing for New Zealand and switched to the United States. Um, you know, and speaking with him, and I know that you know, I think New Zealand lost him because they weren't playing games, and the U.S. was playing games, so there was a big opportunity for him to switch. Um, but then they have some players here in MLS. Bill Toyoma is just one of them too. That that, that um, the, the you know, I think everyone kind of um doesn't know too much about them, but I think that most people think that they're still going to be a tough out regardless. Um, you know, I think it's uh, unfortunately not playing in the World Cup doesn't really, you know, it, it hurts your hurts profiles um, globally. Uh, but I, I certainly think it's um, no one would be surprised if New Zealand pulls off the upset just by um, basically the limited players that they see in Europe or here in MLS. Yeah, good stuff, Brian. Hey, listen, really appreciate your time coming on today and giving us your thoughts. Uh, look forward to that game, and uh, hopefully we can talk again ahead of uh, Qatar 2022. Eh? Anytime, anytime. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.